If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This week on Pub Games. We talk the Harry and Megan interview, the Drag Race Down Undercast, and Chrissy Teigen's horse. Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pub Games. A pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. For postmodern queers! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, good morning, or afternoon, or wherever. Yeah. (laughs) Good day, sir. How are you guys going? Um, good. I never know if we're like talking to each other or to the audience when we're like, how are we going? <laughs> well, I'm answering for the audience and they're listening to the podcast, so they're doing good. So they're doing good. Yeah, they made the right choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been good, man. It has been a, a wild few weeks oh for, my um, God. for pop culture news. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, for the pop culture. I thought you were talking about for us. Oh, I know, for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comedy festival on tomorrow um, <laughs> it feels like everything has been overwhelming uh, like the news pop culture looking at my ticket sales oh my god stop <laughs> I do just, you guys check it regularly i check it four times a day a hundred percent and i go from zero to a hundred very quickly not in terms of ticket sales oh my god i wish uh, no i go from like not checking it at all forgetting that i have access to check the tickets and then once it starts i'm like it's it's the first suggestion that comes up on my phone on my yeah. internet. Yeah, it's like how they say when you're at a club, don't go to the toilet because you'll break the seal and then you'll need to keep going. Yeah. It's that with tickets. If you check it <laughs> once, you're gonna be sleeping on that app. Oh my yeah. god! And I just want to break the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to with this show. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna leave the show being like, I don't believe women. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're all going to be okay though. We're just, for, for dear listener, we are um, so bright and bubbly and ready to record this episode yeah. with the very last ounce of energy that we have in our soulless bodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we got coffees, so I think we're energized and ready. I personally only drink coffees on the weekends because during the week, my work doesn't deserve me that awake. <laughs> <laughs> it's so admirable. Yeah. I yes. love that. 
I always have like a chai latte, which has nothing in it. <laughs> it's like warm milk with a little bit of cinnamon. Mm. Oh, they don't yeah. deserve you at your full caffeinated not. self. Exactly. Not. Same mentality for me with like, I refuse to go to the bathroom on my breaks, often to my own detriment, mm-hmm. but I'm like, mm. no, yeah, yeah. that's some company time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, what have you been consuming pop culture wise? In the last two weeks since I've seen you, well, we gotta we gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, we gotta address it. And the elephant in the room is the Commonwealth. Yeah. <laughs> it always is the Commonwealth. Yeah, I truly forget that. Like that's us. Like we're yeah. <laughs> like, talking about like the the monarchy of the UK, and I'm like, oh yeah, technically us too. Like, yeah, Prince Harry is our prince. Wow, that's disgusting. He's no prince yeah. of mine. He was a prince of mine in fan fiction when I was 16. <laughs> Not my president. <laughs> but it is. Uh, so the, the the big reveal interview happened with Harry, Megan, Megan? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is it Megan? Is it Megan? Meg? Megs? Has? Megs. Big M. I, I saw uh, like an article that was like inside scoop. Harry's pet name for Megan is Meg, and I was like, mm. <laughs> <That's> "Not it." <laughs> Sounds like a normal name. Yeah, um, I bet he calls her baby. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh my god, she calls him baby too. Like they're definitely oh, babies. Sure. Have you seen those like um, MRAs online that have been like critiquing their posture <gasps> about like? He's a like a beta male to her. Uh, like, yeah, like because the, he's like leaning in and yeah. facing her. Because he's showing her love and affection, which they could never do. Exactly. Because there's no one in the world who wants it. It's like his foot is leaning towards her. This is a sign of submission and it means that she runs the entire relationship. I was like, this is a lot. It's oh so, God. and uh, there's another one where they um talk about like uh smiling and they have photos of like, like uh, boyfriends of feminists smiling in photos and they're like, primates do that when they're stressed or anxious and i was like first of all a boreal primate so our friends in the trees (laughs) gibbons will smile as a sign of aggression (laughs) and defense and often it's the females doing that um and our closest primate relationships which are gorillas and orangutans that means nothing to them smiling is just smiling so get over it yeah i can get your facts straight mras and the whole uh, uh, i'll shut up soon but just the whole alpha beta situation is bullshit too because that's been disproved the fucking guy who observed wolf packs initially and came up with the alpha and the beta um, research very quickly debunked himself a couple years later. But his debunking was nowhere near as interesting as <laughs> as like this alpha male situation. And then that's just been the rhetoric for like decades since. Mm. I've had enough of it. Everybody needs to go to Google Scholar and check themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I also I never do that. So yeah. <laughs> I make bold claims all the time with no research. <laughs> research is for nerds. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, when the interview came out, I was on my couch at 7.28 and it came out at 7.30 on like Channel 10 and I was like, mm-hmm. I need to see this. I had a popcorn. I like went for a big walk with my dog before so he would leave us alone while we watch <sighs> it. And... The moments I um, enjoyed most was when Oprah was like, hang on, 
wait a minute. <laughs> hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. How long was that? Two hours. Plus ads. Oh, my God. Plus walking around a chicken coop. <laughs> yeah. Um, what so, did you think, Jordan? Did you watch it live too? Yes, I did. And then I saw um, – this is so bad. I saw people on because I was following. I was on Twitter at the same time because mm. I was like, "This is one of those moments." Yeah, I love like a group um, th- a think sort of situation where everybody's watching something at the same time. But I saw all these tweets being like, "Okay, guys, now switch to Four Corners." Like really important <laughs> Four Corners to your state broadcaster. Like, don't worry about this like Harry Megan thing. Really important story on Four Corners. And I felt. Like a sense of guilt because I was like, uh, it's probably a very hard hitting, <laughs> heavy. heavy story on Four Quarters. Yeah. And I'm watching Megan <laughs> <laughs> and Harry. So I had, because I was watching it on my laptop, I had one tab open watching ABC Live with Four Corners on mute. And then I was <laughs> watching Dan at what? the same time so that the ratings would be up yes. on Four Corners. Oh my God, but not watching it. No, I went back, I rewatched the episode. I'm a simp for Four Corners. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> I God. What it. was it about? It was actually really fucking sad. It was it was relating to the Christian Porter situation. Oh, so God. it was like, okay. I mean, I mean, that's we'll get back to that yeah. if we do this episode. If not, that's also fine. It's very hard to talk about. Um, but that was all, a very important story, and I'm glad I did go back and watch it. But hilarious that I was like <laughs> <laughs> the guilt <laughs> and lying, lying oh, to the public. <laughs> uh, what were some moments that stuck out for you, Aurelia? Um, I really enjoyed when Harry joined Megan and she was like, I'll wait till my husband comes to reveal the gender of our baby. Just like little things that made them kind of, um, relatable and sweet. Mm. Um, I have to say I wasn't shocked by a lot of these things. I almost unfriended some people on Facebook because of their takes on it. (gasps) Really? Like, um, you know how she said that she didn't really Google Harry beforehand and like people didn't believe that. But also, if you've ever Googled Royals, which I have, and if you've ever Googled Harry, which also I have, because I was like, maybe I can date him. <laughs> um, bear in mind, this was five years ago when I definitely could not have dated him. <laughs> too young and too poor. <laughs> um, but there's really not a lot you can find by that anyway. So people are criticizing that, being like, oh, of course you would have Googled him, but... It's not like she would have learned anything of value. She would have just seen... He's a uh, Pisces. He's a Pisces. <laughs> this is him as a child at his mum's funeral. Yeah. This is his brother's wife's dress and the designer who made it. Like yeah. mm. Anything you look up on the royals online is so unsubstantial that even if she had Googled him, which she may have done anyways, um, wouldn't have really told her what's going to no. happen in the family. No. And then... Um, the the thing that pissed me off about someone's Facebook comment was like, what, was she expecting classes? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Do you not think there are classes? Kate Middleton didn't um, snap out of university being like an Essex girl or whatever she was before. Yeah. <laughs> and like Cheryl Hall. She was like, <laughs> she was not who she is now. Um, <laughs> like if you go back and look at like their history, there's like photos of them like on vacation and she's naked lounging on a pool chair or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Like she is always presented as like the proper one and Megan as like the, the opposite. Anyways, I definitely think they're fucking royal classes. Mm-hmm. I think they could have done so much more to make her feel welcome 
And what also shocked me, this is the last thing I will say, is how they were saying that their son wouldn't be a prince. Yeah, mm. that was surprising. And that was before they left the royal family. Yeah. Yeah, like they were still going to do everything they were supposed to do, as far as I understood it. Mm. And they were pregnant and um, they're like, nah, your son is not going to be a prince. The photo that people criticized them for not taking, they didn't get asked to take that photo. All these things came out that like made them look bad mm. a year and a half ago when their son was born. Like, oh, they're not following any of those protocols when it turns out that they simply weren't invited. Yeah. So I haven't seen the the whole thing. I've mm. seen snippets, but I, I, I need to dedicate two hours of my life. I just don't have right now. Fair but enough. Can, I found the time. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Can you guys bring me up to speed on their... Why... When it's when when you say that their son wouldn't be a prince, mm-hmm. isn't that like, isn't that just like a gen, like a lineage thing? Like, how do they control that? What's well because Prince Harry is a prince, automatically any of his descendants get the same title of prince or princess. Yeah, but there were discussions about their child somehow not getting it. Why? I don't know. Racism. Yeah. I think. Like, there wasn't really a reason given. And then the moment that a lot of people saw online was obviously her telling Oprah that there were discussions about how dark the baby's skin would be. And Archie is fucking white passing as hell. Oh my God. (laughs) Truly. He he just looks like he grew up in Byron Bay. (laughs) A Cornish prince. Absolutely. Um, like honestly, that like um, Megan, as far as black women go, she's not that black. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, he married the most acceptable black woman he could have found in that corner of Hollywood, mm. and um, yeah, just like it seems like, um, yeah, racism for sure. Yeah, because you are 100% right that, like, um, Kate Middleton would have been, you know, inducted and it would have fit their narrative to Mm. help her um, because it reflects on them how, you know, the women incorporate themselves into the entity. So it would have been in their interest to throw every class and every sort of induction at Megan as well. But the fact that they hadn't, it kind of implies, like, they didn't think that she'd be around for long or they hoped that she wouldn't yeah. so it's like yeah. well this isn't going to be necessary because we don't see you as like a, a permanent fixture here and like yeah, yeah of course there are classes I've seen Princess Diaries <laughs> <laughs> let it to lady <laughs> yes. did you guys watch that when that was on yeah, I, I love that show. Yeah. I think it's ready to come back. Although, Me too. I'll go I on it. <laughs> Wait, was that that UK show? There was an Aussie version as well. Oh, my, oh God. my God. And the Aussie version was disgusting. It was, it was feral <laughs> as fuck and it was incredible. Oh, I fucking love feral what was, women what was, Yeah, me too. What was the name of their, like, ho- their, like judge? Like, she had some iconic, I like, three-part name. Oh, my God. It was kind so of like a funny. Ruth Bader Ginsburg kind of name. Let me like, find it out. had layers. The Ruth Bader Ginsburg of Ladette. <laughs> Um, oh god! That I'm show. literally googling "Let It to Lady Judges" now. So there's Jill Hardboard, <laughs> who was the floristry teacher. Yes, that's right. Elizabeth Brewer, etiquette and social protocol teacher. Um, 
Kate, Kate Forrester, Vanessa Hooper, and Rosemary Schrager. Rosemary Schrager, that's <laughs> it. Cookery Why were none of these people employed? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why were they not asked to help her? But also, uh, yeah, I find it very hard to believe. Like when when people are like uh, losing their minds, being like, "Oh, what does she expect?" Classes. It was like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know how to function as royal. And also, like, there's different things. Like you have to call the queen mamas in ham and not mamas in palm and like (laughs) the curtsying stuff like the people before they meet the queen generally get like an hour's worth of training of like you do not speak to her unless she speaks to you do not look her in the left eye could they not have sent her a powerpoint like you know honestly i think the the takeaway for me was and you can yeah it's absolutely like you know porcelain problems like they're very well off and fine in other ways like um but it just seems like they were expected to carry the the title of and the traditions of being in the royal family without any of the perks, without mm. the security. That was a big thing, Charlie, as yeah. well. They mm. weren't going to get security. The the palace didn't want to pay for it. That's so fucked. Yeah, mm. and it was like, well, they're kids, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and they and that is like legitimately dangerous as yeah. well. And the press had just like leaked where they were in Canada <gasps> when his security detail got pulled. Which was, to be fair, after they um, announced that they would leave the family. But the reason they chose Canada was because it is a Commonwealth country. Yeah. Fucking hell. Exactly. um, Another interesting thing was them talking about their royal tour and how a lot of the Commonwealth isn't white. (laughs) Like, (laughs) most of the Commonwealth isn't, like, white, um, British, uh, outside of, like, I guess, Australia and Canada. And how... How does it speak that they're so racist about a chai latte colored black woman (laughs) who is like so acceptable and sweet and like did everything that she could? And how can they treat her so badly when most of their constituents that they're clearly like only using for, I don't know tax money? (laughs) What do like like honestly most of the Commonwealth is five shades darker than Megan and they don't give a shit about them. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. even Australia and Canada are not white countries. That's like, true. You know, like that's just how we think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They their colonization and the Commonwealth made them not white. So yeah. the like again, it's the same thing that you were saying before. It's like none of this was like super shocking. Yeah. It's just the thing that I found really interesting was that she is like people are making fun of them for saying that they were trapped, but she didn't have a passport. They took her passport and her ID and everything from her. And she didn't have like, you know, the titles and the role that like Kate would have had. So she was basically just like in the palace for four months. I think four it was months. Oh four months. wanting to go for like a lunch with their friends and being like, no, you need to lay low. Four months. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of revealed the relationship between the royals and the tabloids in the UK mm-hmm. because they make so much money reporting on the royals and it's so important to them that a certain image is portrayed um, that one kind of can't exist without the yeah. other. Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't know as much as you both do about this, but don't you reckon as well that the American element definitely factors into this as well, that it's, like, unsuitable to them that she's American. Literally. It's sort of diluting this very, like, protected British 
absolutely progeny thing mm. it's so easy to hate an american like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah historically so like the tabloids just love that because it's so easy for especially because she's a hollywood actress as well yeah mm. she's like oh she wants all these things yeah yeah, you know? yeah. like nothing's yeah. Acceptable. Yeah, she has ambition yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how rude oh yeah yeah mm. Uh, we should also talk about Piers Morgan, who oh. had a lot to say <laughs> about Miss E. Markle. Yeah. Um, was it you who said you went on a date with her? Uh, yeah. It's so funny and fucked. He yeah. like. Well, it, it wasn't a date. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. He thought it was. He like invited her for a drink when she was in town, like before she was with Harry, obviously. Yeah. And they met and had a, one drink and then she excused herself and went home because she obviously was there and was like, oh, this isn't. Yeah, uh, an interview. A networking thing. Yeah, yeah, this is, you think this is a date, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And ever since then, he's just been like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been on the he's front line of like... Asshole. Yeah. Oh my God, he fucking sucks. I saw, he's also just like, um, he, he I saw this like uh, compilation video of him talking about um, fat shaming. He was like, I think fat shaming is good in terms of like people's health, yada, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, and then two seconds later in the compilation video so it might have been months <laughs> but like someone makes a joke being like oh well it's uh make sure you don't eat all the cupcakes pierce something like that mm. and he's like well actually that's fat shaming and that's bullying in the workplace and that's actually really unacceptable and he's just like and it's like it's good for your health pierce remember yeah yeah <laughs> fucking hell. it's just like when it works for him it's convenient yeah mm. and there was obviously him like s- saying that he didn't believe that Megan was suicidal and he was saying this on good morning Britain, which Mm. has like a huge, like conservative viewership. Um, and also there was that, um, like, I think the day after there was all those marches in the UK about the female journalist that was killed. Did you um, see that? No, she went missing. She was missing for a few weeks. Wasn't she? Yeah. But he, it was like the next day, after, you know, the topic about, like, how, you know, women are treated in the UK and, and, and specifically journalists and this sort of stuff. And he starts ripping into um, one of his co-hosts for having too short a skirt. And he's like, stand up. And she's like, no, I'm I'm fine. He's like, that's, you couldn't have brought, like, a real dress. Like, oh, my God, you're wearing this on, like, air. And there's just, it's just like, she's really uncomfortable, obviously. Um, and he's just kind of like making a spin and like all this kind of stuff. And that was his last day on Good Morning Britain because uh, um, he got like stood down or fired. Yeah. Um, thank God. Mm. What a piece of shit. Um, the the woman who was murdered, her name's Sarah Everard. And that was the, a picture of her at the train station went viral because people like she was doing all the right things. She was wearing colorful clothes. She called her friends. Yeah. And that text kind of went viral of. Um, I'm on my way. Yeah. Text yeah. when you get home. Horrible. Which is so sad. Pierce Morgan. You are scum. Piece of yeah. shit, Morgan. Sure, yeah. Oh, my Piece God. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I saw, I didn't see it because I was like, I don't want to give it more attention, but I saw this Guardian article about this guy who used to work with him, who stood up to him, and who was this, like, hot um, <laughs> weatherman. And it was like, <gasps> yes, I've the hot weather- weatherman. And it was like, he runs ultra marathons. Yes. <laughs> he is sexy and he's like such a good person. And I was like, yep, this is what I'm going to click on instead. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that was, his, uh, that was like in the same week uh, yeah. that he got let go. And it's because of, um, 
like people have been like heralding that guy as mm. the man who took down Piers Morgan. Yeah, sexy weatherman. <laughs> what did he say to Piers Morgan? He, he took him. He took her because I'm pretty sure this guy is black as well. Yeah, and right. he was he saying. Is. I mean, he was like, "I think you have." It was like in response to Piers's comments about the suicide, yeah. um, and him saying it's not your place. Like it, you come onto this show and you trash her and you, I'm not doing it justice. You should probably watch the, watch the thing, it. but mm. basically he just calls him out on his like, I don't know, like duty as a journalist yeah. and mm. as a newscaster and how like horrendously Pierce yeah. had acted. Um, and Pierce walked out. That was the thing. Pierce like said like, I'm not, doing this and he stood up and walked out of the studio what a baby and what a snowflake yeah well that, and that's the <laughs> irony is, is like you know he's like hounded you know the royals or well megan and uh, harry for years in the most like brutal like display but then all it takes is like a couple minutes of like honest critique mm. and he's like no i'm not doing this yeah 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 he's like, i can't take it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly because all it took was someone to be like I'm actually just going to unpack what you just said there. Yeah. And him just be like, oh, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Did um, you guys um, see that? I think it was an Instagram or maybe a tweet or something of someone being like, um, Megan and Harry don't see your comments um, questioning her suicide, yeah. suicidal thoughts, but your friend who's really struggling does. Yeah. And I was like, mm. ah, that's, that's, that's it. That's 100% mm. it. That's the whole thing. And on that note, actually, that – tweet has become so popular that it's kind of become a meme format now <laughs> and i saw the funniest <laughs> what the hell no, everything's a meme now <laughs> but it was like um it was in response to because you know how there's that photo of prince philip looking like an absolute husk oh my getting god into yes. we're um, gonna talk about this yeah yeah it, it was like a star wars character i'm That's actually gonna die. get the tweet up um because it was just so fucking hilarious um god uh, <laughs> he's rotting before our eyes and like that whatever call me ages tell me that i'm shallow but that man is unwell yeah it yeah. was like you it was like prince philip might not see your tweets <laughs> but your friends who are like a hollowed out husk that was cursed by a wizard that's like clutching <laughs> onto life will <laughs> Oh, it's very funny. It's very funny. He's so old. He's (laughs) ninety-nine years old. He's ninety-nine years old, and I, I don't doubt that he is getting the like you know absolute top tier care. If it was a ninety-nine-year-old who was in like the shittiest uh, little nursing home and being taken advantage of and having no money and no children mm-hmm. look after her. I'd be like, guys, have some fucking respect. <laughs> but Prince Philip, <laughs> Nazi Philip, yeah, we're yeah. fine. Oh my God. Like where's the vampire blood infusion? Uh, yeah. Where is it? It's <laughs> Volturi if I've ever seen it. Um, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that article that was like, it was just a photo of him and it was like Prince Philip, Inverted commas, alive, allegedly. <laughs> uh, I see one that was like, uh, Prince Philip uh, gets home safe from the morgue. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, your Nan, Jordan, has oh. had some things to say about the oh Commonwealth. Oh, my God. Nan, if you're listening, <laughs> comes from a place of love. She's not listening. She doesn't know what a podcast is. My Nan has, and let me just like quickly get her um, Facebook page up because God knows she's probably shared something else in the last 
um, 24 hours. She's known for sharing fucking bullshit stuff. She she shared a poem about getting cancelled. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I, <laughs> it was it was truly something else. It's all about like it's all wine memes and then supporting the monarchy. The one that 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 started it all out for me because I thought she would because you know she was around Princess Di and she's a Di sympathizer, um, <laughs> a Di sympathizer, <laughs> but not a supporter. No, yeah. but she, no, not at all. And then she like which is Tim Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! No, she, you need to get her on the pod. She has some terrible things to say about Camilla, I'm sure. But she um, she shared a picture of um, the Queen wearing a hot pink suit and a hat, being like, uh, "Fill the news feed with pictures of the Queen, not ginger and whinge." Oh, oh my god! First of all, I read it as ginger minge, <laughs> and I was like, "Man!" Um, and then she shared this photo and we'll have to put it onto our um, Instagram or something when this comes out. I'll send it to you, Charlie. But it's like, <laughs> it's it's a, a beautiful picture of Princess Di with her two sons, William and Harry, oh, yes, sort of hanging off her. Mm-hmm. And then a drawing of them older, of that same picture, but Prince Harry and William are older. They've also given, you can tell whose side they're on because they've given William a full head of hair. Mm. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be present day. <laughs> Ashley Martin has something to say. Um, <laughs> but the the tag to it is, how beautiful is this picture? I hope it gets shared around enough on social media for Prince William and Harry to see it. I don't think they will, Nat. <laughs> yeah, I love that, like... <laughs> Like vigilante justice, like yes. let's do it. Like if we make enough of a viral hashtag, we're gonna save. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make them change their minds. Guerrilla oh marketing. <laughs> do you think they have secret in, um, like Instagram and like Facebook accounts? Because I reckon, like, how do celebrities? Do you think they all have secret Facebooks and shit? I reckon at that status, you couldn't because yeah. no. someone would find it. Someone it's would just. Find it. Yeah, I reckon that their close friends goes off though. They probably have their own app. Well, I watched it. Yeah. Oh true. my god. Yeah. Yes. Like Riot. Think about that. Have you heard about Riot? The like Riot. 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 Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard about it. No, yeah, Riot. It, it, isn't good. that the dating app? The celebrity dating app. Yeah. yeah. I heard about it for the first time the other night at what? that gig we were at yes. where Dilrock. Um, was talking about how he finally got accepted onto it. Oh, and I was like, what's this God. app, Jordan? And she's like, <laughs> it's for, like, celebrities. I know about Ruby it from, Rose. like, um, <laughs> Nicole Byers' podcast. Oh, why, she's on Why it. won't you date me? She's on it. I, like, I just know that I would definitely be on Raya if I was single and in Hollywood. Oh, for sure. Nothing would stop me yeah. <laughs> from getting onto it. One of us needs to get onto it. Just to see. And we're all in relationships with one of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's so picky, though. You have to get verified and then you have to have people, like, vouch for you. Because Nicole on her podcast talks about how it took her years to get oh, on it. Mm. And then it's just DJs and Instagram models. How do you oh spell it? R-A-Y-A? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Raya. Oh, my God. Well, you gotta apply now, then. Yeah, so we gotta we, get, like, it early. get in. Yeah, yeah. Be approved in twenty twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my thirteen hundred followers, please. Yeah. I just don't like being excluded. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have FOMO. Yeah. I'll do whatever it takes. I have one more um, queen meme for you. Oh my you. god! Bring oh, yes, it. please. This is my favorite because I actually do think this is quite funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's a picture of um, of uh, the queen in a car, and she's looking very cute with a little, um, you know, what's it, transition glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got a gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a hunting gun? Oh, no, like a little handgun with a... <laughs> With a a silencer on it. Um, Discreet. Um, And the caption is, when you spend 32 million pounds on your grandson's wedding and his wife starts bitching about you on Oprah. Oh, my God. I love the memes about the Queen. Luckily, the taxpayers paid for that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And not the Queen. She didn't spend a cent. That's what I have. I'm like, you're missing the point here. Be angry about the 32 million pounds. The ones that fucking are hysterical to me other ones of like that are laid out like a youtube video of the queen and it's like no more lies or oh like i'm telling my story yeah. Like, yeah. Tati with- westbrook yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um on a whole other note um we should talk about the drag race down under cast that has finally been yes. unveiled yes. oh and a bit of controversy as yes, well absolutely. Oh, what is the controversy oh my god where do we begin it's a lot um so just to like fill the listeners in, like the Down Under cast is a mix of Aussie and Kiwi queens. We've got three Kiwis and um, seven o- Aussie queens. One of them, Jojo Zaho, is an Indigenous queen, which is good. But Very other cool. than that and Coco Jumbo, there's really not that much racial diversity mm. in the cast. It's I a very, that. very white um, cast, which is already been called out online yeah but to add to that um there's been two different scandals about racism from white queens that have come out um do you guys know about these i know nothing okay wow i just saw the cast and i was like yep that looks about white yeah yeah. (laughs) and then i was like i guess i'll watch it when it comes out yeah it's just kind of a testament to how, like, uh, uh, I think this is – it's changing and things things are changing up, but the um, Australian, like, gay Priscilla Queen of the Desert vibe is still very, like, white mm-hmm. and it's it's shifting and there's a lot of, like, new ways of gender expression and drag that aren't um, – you know, I could imagine so many people who would be great, but I just, like, I'm not going to audition for RuPaul because I don't suit – drag race vibe you know there are lots of really good queens it's very telling as well for it's like first season of drag race down under because they would have done a lot of thinking about like how do we want to market ourselves like how do we want to be seen as our introduction to the rest of the world and so it's 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 humiliating that it's and accurate that this is the racist overtones of it and you know what's going to happen those two queens are going home (laughs) the first two weeks i know well (laughs) this is the the scandal actually is that one like I, I'm not going to, like, spoil anything, but, like, two of the queens are actual, like, powerhouse queens that, like, have huge following. So one of them is Karen from Finance, mm. who is Melbourne's um, queen and has She's a... Probably the most famous in Melbourne, I would reckon. Other than Art Simone, Tri- like, Karen has blown up recently because um, Trixie and Karcher spoke about her on their um, web series, Un. Um, <laughs> and then from there, like, a lot of, like, international people have like started getting into Karen from finance and sort Mm. of saying like, Oh, she's got to get on the show. So she's um, like the talk of the town at the moment, but it has come out that a few years ago, she had gollywog tattoos um, on her and that when she, and that the reason she had them was because she used to have like collections of them. And when she was growing up, her family collected gollywogs. 
um, which are, for those who don't know, like very, very racist dolls. Um, I have shivers. Yeah. Isn't this like just, I can't believe this was a thing. She has had the tattoos removed, but that's, um, that's no silver, you know, that's no redemption in my eyes. Like I cannot fathom how you would get something like to have the collection is one thing, but to permanently put this symbol on your body and so yeah. recently that was the thing is of people like oh she got the tattoo like six years ago i was like six years ago yeah yeah okay i was about to say like what must be like 18 they're still like 40 now i don't know karen from finance um yeah. like age wise like because it, there is something to be said for like giving people a second chance yeah but like six years ago is pretty recent and like recent enough to know that that's not something yeah yeah i think we still like people get and and i think also because um karen stands are like oh don't let this like ruin her image and blah 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 but if it ruined like if someone who used to be a karen fan is like oh this has changed my opinion of her let it be yeah mm-hmm. that's a huge thing mm-hmm. like yeah. golly works has, has she come out with an apology she has because it, it um like all the like you know the spoiler reddit threads and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. have been talking about this and she was getting lampooned online about it so she came out with this big apology mm. and saying like i'm so sorry like she it was a legitimate apology it, mm. i don't like it's not mine to accept or deny but um it, it did kind of read to me as like i've it's only now that i'm being called out on it you know what i mean yeah, and sure. it, it's almost like a pr like i'm about to go onto television i need to do like a, a clean of my past yeah. sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a lot to take in. But um, on top of that, it kind of even gets worse, to be honest, oh because God, yeah. um, Perth Queen uh, Scarlett Adams, who's like a big fixture on the Perth scene, um, has a huge history of cultural appropriation and blackface and yellowface and... Uh, Bollywood appropriation and all sorts of stuff. Like, there's the most, like, heinous photos of her, like, in all these get-ups. And at one point in particular, she's dressed as an Indigenous queen, but she's, like, blacked out her teeth. Oh. Um, Yeah. It's vile. And, um... Again, not that long ago. Yeah, you know. And uh, t- to be fair, um, no shade to our Perth listeners if, if we have anyone from Perth listening. Uh, but uh, much like the rest of Australia, Victoria is no better. But Perth, in particular, has a really mm. horrific history with their treatment of Aboriginal people and any other people of color as well. Mm. So it's like it, when it just shows that when you're, uh, even when you're, you know supposed to be and i say supposed to um with like quotation marks supposed to be oh um doing this like a uh, progressive form of like performing in theater and stuff like that it doesn't if if you're doing that in a world that supports encourages and enjoys um blackface and whatever other cultural appropriation stuff she's doing Mm. then it's just going to get perpetuated more and more if if people don't call her out then she's just going to keep doing it yeah Mm. you know that's what happens when people don't get called out they just Mm. keep going yeah yeah and scarlet has been called out by some signature people so um 
well-known Sydney queen, Felicia Fox, who's an Indigenous, she did this big Insta story where she was just talking to camera and talking about, like, you know, isn't this horrendous that, you know, a queen like this is being lifted up by Drag Race Down Under and Mm. heralded as, like, what our drag is all about um, and also that there's just so little representation already for Mm. us and you know, just saying that it's absolutely not okay. And so did um, Ilona Verley, who's a Canadian queen, but... um, uh, Indigenous Canadian? Yeah, Indigenous Canadian. Same thing. She was saying, like, you you need to... We need to be better than this and to have, you know, more vetting and it's not okay to just say like, oh, I was younger then, which was a lot of what Scarlett was saying. Mm. And then Scarlett came out with this like crocodile tear non-apology that was like basically saying, um, I'm sorry to everyone if they were offended. Mm. Like I've, you know, I want to always lift up people, but she never like specifically named her errors. Yeah. She never named (laughs) the people and people were like, no, it's not okay to just be like, I'm sorry to the communities I've affected. You have to literally like each different community that you've offended or imitated or mocked, mm. you have to address, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's not just one, it's so many groups that have felt yeah. um, the burn from that. So it's always, you know, when people dress up in blackface, yellowface or other like appropriating costumes, it's, it's just frustrating because you can, if you're dressing up for some Halloween party and you want to be Jay-Z, you don't have to make your face black to be dead yeah. character. Mm. If I wanted to dress as a white character and cosplay or whatever, I wouldn't paint my face white. Like the imagination of people being so narrow that the only thing you can think of imitating are stereotypes and especially negative stereotypes. Mm. And then that the only way you can do it is by painting your face I think it's so, yeah, just like drag is so much more than that. Yeah. And it's so much better than that if it's done like from a place of love. Like yeah. um, Drag Race US like two weeks ago. Simone and Utica. Yeah, like yeah. Utica was and looking amazing. She had her normal, well, not her normal face because her normal face is different to what Simone uh didn't know what she did to her but she was just embodying everything without having to put on a black sand yeah a black face and nothing was offensive about that outfit and everything spoke to what it needed to say yeah yeah Yeah. i i I thought that was so beautiful actually Mm. having that discussion aired of utica saying i want to bring so basically for those who aren't familiar uh, one of the challenges on a recent episode of Drag Race US was a makeover challenge where they were paired up as queens and they had to put their drag onto each other. And mm. one of the pairs, Utica and Simone, um, Simone is black and Utica is white. And Utica uh, spoke about how she didn't want to culturally appropriate or be insensitive, but wanted to make sure that she was bringing Simone to the runway. And Absolutely. it was a really interesting discussion that they handled actually really well I felt yeah Mm. I feel like Simone was really generous as well because Simone's like her drag is so linked to her blackness and her Mm. sense of like political 
thrive as well. So it was when I saw them get paired, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Bob Ross episode before yeah. where she was like, I can't um, have an Afro because it's appropriating, but Bob Ross literally has. has an Afro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, that endeared me to Utica because she's not wrong that people, like, I can tell that she has a great sense of, like, I don't want to do the wrong thing and yeah. I don't want to be you know, attacked online basically. Mm. And I don't want people coming after me for something because, mm. you know, as we're seeing with the drag race down undercast, like this stuff will resurface, you know, mm. if you totally are insensitive like that, it's going to be part of your story. And it's also like, and, and being insensitive means that someone gets hurt as well. Yeah. You mm. know, a, a group of people are going to be hurt if you're not questioning what you're doing. And I think it's really nice seeing Utica, even with the Bob Ross thing where I was like, he just, he had curly hair, man. Yeah. <laughs> just wear curly hair. Yeah. As long yeah. as it's not like a really, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes I see Afro weeks and I'm offended mm. because yeah. I'm like, the, this week is two ninety nine. It's so synthetic. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah, this cheapness. Offended <laughs> by the quality. Yeah. I'm like, I'm offended by the quality of this Afro. You need to get some Cantu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but at least like at least like it was it's refreshing seeing Utica again in the um challenge with Simone questioning yeah mm. and and considering the costume that she puts on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I actually went through my whole Twitter the other day to like I saw <laughs> that you did this. I went back through everything and I was so embarrassed by like who I used to be <laughs> because it was all like um just got this Tom Ford lipstick <laughs> and then it'd be like a flat lay with the lipstick and like roses I bought for myself yes. oh my god you're gonna like pe- when you're like a superstar people are gonna be drawing up all these old tweets like Aurelia used to be a nerd <laughs> <laughs> like no I was different then I was different and like it's like no opinions I never tweeted anything of like substance. It was all like incredible. Just like lined up for ice cream at Messina. (laughs) Like when it was new. And I was like just going through deleting all of this. And I used to have this like um, thing that links your Instagram and Twitter called If This Then That. And it's actually really useful. So you can get everything you post on Facebook to be retweeted on Twitter and so forth and so on. And I used to have it on everything. So everything would be across every single platform. So there were like six-year-old Instagram photos on my Twitter that I like totally forgot about. I was like, I need to delete all of these. That's so cute. Um, But yeah, I reckon like anyone should go through their past um, selves online and kind of Mm -hmm. see who they were and reconsider. Yeah. I think for me, it'd just be a lot of like being a little Harry Potter bitch and like <laughs> complaining about Twilight and mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, on the topic of Harry Potter, actually, um, do you follow um, how there's the new Harry Potter game coming out? It's well, it's set in Hogwarts. It's not specifically Harry Potter story, but there's a Hogwarts RPG that's coming out. Ah. That's this like multi-million dollar thing yeah, that's been. Yeah, I think been... we talked about this a little while ago. Yeah, along. Because when it got unveiled, it was the week that J.K. Rowling said all the transphobic started to say all the transphobic stuff, um, which cool. was such a bad timing for the game developers who were like, "Oi, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they've actually the game developers have come out and said not only is this story not attached specifically to J.K. Rowling's stories, yeah, so it's like a, a new world um, within the universe, but they were saying like 
there will be trans characters in this RPG. Mm. Um, and so everyone's like, that's good, but it's still a JK Rowling product she's and like she'll still franchise. make money off it. And yeah. so it, it, it's like good that there'll be trans characters. That's awesome. But it's like, I don't, yeah, like I'm not sure how I can enjoy this game knowing that it still gives JK money. Mm. Um, and also Ray Fiennes, who plays Voldemort, um, came out this week and in support of JK saying that I think the reaction that people have been giving to JK is too harsh. To, what reaction? What the fuck is, oh, sorry. Yeah. I just, there's been, it's just been like people who, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. I'm like, how has she been held responsible? She know. like t- two seconds after tweeting something horrifically transphobic, yeah. wrote a like op-ed about free speech because people were like, this is transphobic. <laughs> Like I'm being strung out. They've, yeah. they've courted me. Like I can't do this anymore. Fuck you. Sorry. Oh my God. I hate Jake. I just yeah. I have no time for it. Isn't it kind of funny though that the person supporting you is literally Voldemort? <laughs> uh, Harry's not even on his side. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just gonna pop on JK's Twitter and see what's been going on. She's still posting about some uh, something called the Ichabod. <laughs> Oh, Which God. I always say, I'm like, is this a slur? Like, <laughs> it sounds like it. Oh and she always talks about, like, and she's like, writer sometimes known as Robert Galebraith. And I'm like, why do you have these, like, fake names and everybody can quickly find out that you're Robert Galebraith? Like, she writes these terrible, like, crime novels that yeah. no one buys. And it's like, oh, then she's, because she does it under a pseudonym so that people respect her and then nobody buys it and people poorly criticize it because they're like oh this is a bad book and then she's like actually it was me yeah, and yeah. then the sales got up she goes oh <laughs> guess i'm rubbish <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh god that's just so awful like, doesn't, he, doesn't he have enough money like isn't she done yeah like just retire from the public eye and uh, you're like yeah. castle yeah <laughs> I'm just so glad I didn't get that Deathly Hallows tattoo that I wanted when I was in year 12. Mm. I was so set on it. Oh, my God. The Harry Potter tattoos. I know a couple of people who yeah. have them. <gasps> yeah. It's just, I it's don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's also hard because, I don't know, like the the only way that I can try and make peace with my love of that series is that JK would be a villain in her own universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Mm, She's Rita Skeeter. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. (laughs) 
I, I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about JK a lot recently. There may or may not be a segment on JK in my show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. We'll see um, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just disassociated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, it's so interesting that, like, because I, uh, like I said, I've been watching so much, or I might have said this off mic, but I've, I've been watching so much Lord of the Rings, and I really love how gay Lord of the Rings is, um, because they're all just like these beautiful boys that are so kind to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very kind. Oh my god, the ones, the yeah, what elves? Yeah, and, 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 the, and the hobbits. Yeah, and. The elf and the the dwarf they like look after That's each the other. LGBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> dykes and gays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like I was I was watching it with my partner and we were like, oh, they've just got such like beautiful gay little relationships. Like, and Frodo and um, Samwise are like. Sam's like, I'll look after you, Frodo. Like, just think of the Shire. And they're like <laughs> lying <laughs> back next to each other. Like, they've just both had massive cums. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, actually, maybe like it's more important that they're like, that these aren't like romantic relationships. They're just like two yeah. men being kind to each other. <laughs> it's a toss up, <laughs> isn't it? It's yeah. like, do I, do I want to like make this? queer or do yeah. I want to just see it as like male friendship yeah. Yeah, exactly. can men have friends is it gay to have a yeah. friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. apparently yeah <laughs> but I uh, I was like watching that and I was like I mean I don't know much about Mr. Tolkien or whatever um but he's dead now, right I don't know I've sure. never seen the movies can I google is he gay is, is he gay he might be uh, how can you watch the movies? I just got to ask. Like, I have never gone through. A f- I've never made it through a full Lord of the Rings movie. You gotta, you gotta do it like I did. Watch it in little bits. So <laughs> my favorite thing to do at the moment is just watch movies half an hour at a time. <laughs> so I watch it for half an hour, turn it off, and then I'll come back to it. Oh, I get to finish this movie. Oh my god! And then I and I've just started The Hobbit because I never saw the Hobbit series, um, and I did that with Lord of the Rings. Um, and yeah, so J.R.R. Tolkien, he's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead, and it's dead. dead. He was a devout Catholic, and he may not have been gay. Oh, well. It's said it's unlikely. Aww. It's like no sex but there's is a described. Hope. <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> there's but so many people. Where you know why we did and I say he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. All these men in robes arriving. And <laughs> uh, yeah, with big staffs. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> and special cloaks. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Mm. Um. Uh, but I really like because I was like I can take whatever I want from this story whereas like with the Harry Potter universe JK will not stop you know yeah. she's mm. like making those movies she's got like even like Cursed Child and yeah. stuff like that and like the Potter how was universe. Cursed Child by the way it's really good it's amazing have you guys seen it no, no. it's it's like it's unbelievable that they've been able to do all that stuff on stage like with the, the, the magic and stuff like that I will say that like at a certain like, <laughs> <laughs> the the second um sorry the fourth act so part two of part two um could do with some cuts yeah <laughs> like, it was this point where I was like sure it couldn't fit into one play but two plays or like a part one part two very interesting like maybe not that necessary but it was still fun and and to be honest like the, there's so much that you cringe at because you're an adult. Um, yeah. And you're like, oh, you don't cringe. You just laugh because you're like, oh, this is a play for, for families. And the the best part was as well, as well as the special effects and the acting is so good. All the actors are amazing in it. But it was just like the kids around us. Like mm. the kids watching the show was just like, 
so cute. Yeah. But people yeah. did not turn their phones off. Like, there were, like, four phones that went off in, like, the first show. And I was like, what? But people are getting calls. People are getting calls. I'm always so shocked. Like, no one ever calls me. <laughs> <laughs> and no one ever calls me at the time when I see a show. Like, yeah. people call me between 9 to 5 if they absolutely need to. Mm-hmm. Who calls you at 7 p.m. on a Friday night when you're seeing a show? Also, exactly. if I'm going to pay the what, like $600 to go see Harry Potter and the Curse of Child, I'm turning my fucking phone off. Oh, my yeah. God. Disconnect, you know, yeah. for a moment. Yeah. They put it on silent like a normal yes. person. Yes. <laughs> the fuck? What are you doing? And there's so many announcements. And they always do like fun. Like, Their mobile phones are <laughs> decreed illegal in the wizarding world like people oh and like that's like the cringiest thing about going to the theater is they're like especially when they do like those like uh character they're like this is vince fontaine saying mobile phones were not invented in the 50s yeah. <laughs> oh my God. it's like it's the worst but it's also very funny and someone's mobile phone that went off had that ringtone that was like bam bam that's the worst one this is so funny that was a highlight in a different way i didn't expect to be so tickled by that (laughs) i will say one thing that was very funny and then we'll move on from cursed child but there's a moment spoiler don't i don't know if this is look we can't afford to see cursed child (laughs) this is true it's too expensive but i there's a moment where there's a centaur and the centaur appears and it was like pretty silent in the theatre. But this like middle-aged woman, like four <laughs> seats next to us, as soon as the centaur appeared, she goes, <gasps> uh. <laughs> And it was very funny because it was like a ripped man. <laughs> and this woman was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some like horse girl grown up. Yeah. Just oh like, my God. <gasps> she slid off her seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like centaurs were created by horse girls. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh That's probably a horse boy. Yeah. I feel like I could have been a horse boy. Yeah. I just didn't know that was an option for me. <laughs> yeah. Equine therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you remember when Chrissy Teigen got a horse? No. <laughs> uh, no, no, okay. I don't. That wasn't a monumental day for me, though. No. I must have missed that uh, one. Okay, so this isn't super recent, but um, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen actually, last year she did have a miscarriage and she was very candid about that on social media mm-hmm. and shared a story of like normalizing miscarriages because it's still such a taboo subject. And... Um, then she kind of felt like she didn't have a lot going on, which, like, I know she has a lot going on, like, compared to us, but, like, I felt she felt she needed something else. So she started um, riding a, a horse for, like, therapy. Ah. And then she posted a photo of the horse. And I don't know if she bought I don't know if she bought the horse. I don't know how much horses cost, first of all. <laughs> but, like, it seemed like maybe she bought it, but maybe she was just going to a place and riding a horse. And people were calling her out and being like, you know how insensitive it is to post that you're horse riding right now? It's a pandemic. (gasps) People are dying. People can't afford to do this. And this was all on Twitter. And this was like, I don't know, mere weeks after her sharing her struggle losing her baby. Um, And yeah, I don't know. It just made me think of that. Yeah, Yeah. Let her ride her horse. Yeah. Like let women like mourn. Yeah. Rich people. 
<laughs> rich people. Rich. What are you going to like if she doesn't post a picture of a horse? You're not going to be like, well, Chrissy Teigen's struggling. Yeah. Or like, Chrissy Teigen's not rich anymore. Like, whether she posted or not, she has a horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, like, the fact remains. Yeah. The bitch is rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people um, get mad about like. Like anything. And like, yeah, it's sad that not everyone can have a therapy horse to recover from their miscarriage, but she can. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I reckon it's time for our pop or flop of the week. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Pop, pop or flop. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. I can't. Oh I can't. I'm too out of sync. Hey guys, what's your take on the Commonwealth? Pop or flop? Yeah. Mm. Um, this one's going to be hard. I'm not a fan of any of the big four banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of the Commonwealth games either. Yeah. I like, you know, you forget they exist and then it's like, the Commonwealth games are in Brisbane. And you're like, yeah. good for Brisbane. <laughs> I think I went once when it was in Melbourne to go see the ping pong oh, yeah. down at MSAC. Actually, that would have been sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of was. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, didn't have the sort of Olympic gravitas that I was expecting, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was great. Yeah. Um, the, I, I don't like the Commonwealth. I think we need to, to part from it, but yeah. I don't understand the intricate ins and outs of the Commonwealth. Of what in that terms will of, mean for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes it easier for people with Australian passports, for example, to um, go to a country that's also in the common, Commonwealth. This is true. But then again, I feel like the only three countries that really take advantage of it is Canada, the UK and Australia, mm-hmm. because you're not going to go to Cameroon. <laughs> Which is a part of the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not going to go to like a small, like little island and be like, yeah, we have a same passport type. (laughs) (laughs) We are one. We are one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You, Charlie? um, Yeah, I reckon it's a flop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. I reckon it's a flop. It's It's a a flop. flop. (laughs) Yeah. I want, a, I want different people on the money. Yeah, and if Harry and Megan have told us anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think it's going to be popping for much longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want Megan and Harry on my $2 coin. Absolutely. They're hot. I'll follow anyone who's hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Commonwealth or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when William lost his hair, I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should have gotten that transplant. <laughs> you can afford it. Uh, yeah, it's a flop for sure. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, come see our comedy festival shows. Oh, you have to yes. legally. You have yeah. To. You're obliged. Yeah. Come see Zombie, which is Jordan's show at the Butterfly Club starting this week. Come see me at the Comedy Republic. My show is called Cockatiel starting this week. And Aurelia, you're on next week? Uh, two weeks. Two um, weeks. And it's... <laughs> Where the fuck is my show? It's at the Victoria Hotel um, for two weeks. It's called Woke 2.0. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. When does yours close? What date does yours close, Charlie? Uh, the 5th. The it's 5th? like after Easter. Nice. Mine closes on the 28th, which is next Sunday. So get in. Yeah, yeah. Go you see Jordan's be quick. first. Buy tickets to Thursday, for God's sake. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see Bye, guys.
don't forget to follow us on Instagram at popgazepod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.